It's a great pleasure to welcome back to What's Next, Dimension Data. We're joined by Alan Turnley-Jones, the CEO of Dimension Data. Alan, greetings to you. And uh, how has 2024 started for Dimension Data? I'm sure that uh, lots of fireworks from where I'm hearing. It's been a great start, and thank you very much for having me on the show today. Um, you know, it's been a been a busy start. I think that uh, you know, lots going on in the industry, lots going on with Dimension Data and, and our parent company. So, an exciting quarter, an exciting year ahead for us. Well, listen, this is going to be an interesting year for you guys. Well, interesting that uh, you know, lots of changes happening. Well, slight, subtle changes, business as usual. But with Dimension Data set to become NTT Data in 2024, what strategic advantages do you anticipate from this rebranding within the African and Middle Eastern markets, where we're seeing a lot of traction and a lot of development happening? And uh, it's going to be an interesting year from that point of view. So what kind of strategic advantages do you anticipate, Ellen? I think you know there, there, there's some great advantages we're having as we transition into into NTT data. I think you know first and foremost you know access to you know a whole lot of capabilities that uh, we haven't had to date. You know through NTT data and other parts of the world, uh, we're looking forward to embracing uh, areas such as uh, data and AI. Uh, we're also very excited about the vertical uh, experience and the vertical offers that uh, NTT data has and we'll now be able to draw down onto the continent um, and make available in the markets in which we operate. Now, as you move towards this uh, unified global brand, which is massive, how will entity data maintain the legacy and strengths that Dimension Data has built over many, many years? As we know, Dimension Data is an institution in this part of the world and globally. It is, and yeah, somebody that's been in this organization for 24 years, um, it's something that, you know, I'm looking at very carefully. It's something I think we've got to respect. So, you know, I've always enjoyed the culture and dimension data. And, you know, one of being an entrepreneur, we always talk about us being 4,000 entrepreneurs within, within dimension data. I think our parent company respects that and understands that. And, and if you look at the operating model that, you know, NTT draws down is it allows us to be relevant in the countries in which we operate. You know, I think, you know, the way in which we have to operate in Africa and the Middle East is different to North America or Asia Pacific. So there is an understanding of that. And, and it's something that we're going to hold dear to ourselves. And for me, I think it's a bit of an and conversation as opposed to an or. I think, you know, what what more can we get and, and how do we add to to the portfolio, you know, respecting, cherishing, you know, celebrating what made Dimension Data, but now accelerating into into NTT data. Well, uh, it's it's a it's a very very exciting journey when you think about it and the prospects and uh, obviously there are challenges ahead, but um you know it's it's very exciting. It's an exciting market uh, market to be in. And when you look at the broader IT landscape, what digital trends do you foresee having the biggest impact in twenty twenty four? And 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 how is Dimension Data preparing to adapt to these particular challenges? And I imagine that that AI was a big buzzword. Well, it's been around for a while, but 2023 was sort of a big buzzword, but I, I'm sure it's going to accelerate even further in 2024. What are those digital trends that you foresee having a big impact this year? And, and you're right. I mean, I think you know AI has been a buzzword, but I think it's becoming more mainstream in in, in various of of you know the offers and various things that clients are beginning to consume. I think some of the trends that we're seeing, you know, is this concept of dark knocks. You know the the use of AI ops in 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 the way in which services get delivered. 
you know, to to clients, you know, to to the market is is something that's becoming more and more prevalent. We're seeing it play out in 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 the demands that are coming from the client base to ourselves. I think our response and the response of 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 the industry is to ensure that you know this is not about you know not having technical resources. It's sort of you know making sure that those resources, making sure that those technologists are focused more on you know APIs, you know processes, and really enabling you know the AI part of AI ops to 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 come to life. So that's one interesting trend that we see. I think another trend that we're seeing is you know human skills never go away with AI. And I think that's there's a bit of a sort of a, a concern of the you know, introduction of AI. You know, you're no longer going to require human. I think, you know, if you look at, you know, the trends we see in the CX space, and, you know, we launched it with our CX report towards the end of last year, you still require, you know, humans in, in, in the process. You know, four out of five organizations, you know, still cite that, you know, in the way in which CX services are delivered to clients, to clients the human element is absolutely critical. But you know, complementing that with what AI can now bring 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 to the party. No, that's absolutely fascinating. I mean, you, you touch on AI, and I read a fascinating report that it's so difficult to project going forward how much of your capacity AI is going to use. You know, in terms of data centers, because it consumes so much. You know, like five times more than what you normally would do in a data center. Is that, a, is that a big challenge when you look at generative AI and AI and, and the growth of this particular sector and what your future capacity is uh, going to be available with AI just just sucking everything out of a data center? Absolutely. I mean, I think some of the trends that we see in a, a rack can use between you know, six to eight sort of kilowatts of, of power. You know, that can ramp up to between 50 to, to 100 kilowatts. So absolutely that, you know, what the power consumption is going to be in data centers, and then the resulting in impact to sustainability and ESG targets. It's something that's got to, you know, is really, really coming to the fore. And I think how organizations are able to respond to that, certainly ourselves as data center players, is is is, is very interesting because I think it's 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 coming. It's not stopping. Um, we have to be have we have to have a response to it. Be able to you know ensure that the data centers, the environments out there can have the appropriate power to consume, equally balancing that with our sustainability ambitions as a company and as a country. Yeah, absolutely. Those targets are really, really important as we approach 2030. And I mean, it's just around the corner and so many organizations focusing on those particular targets, those ESG targets for uh, 2030. And I guess sustainability is like a core function of, of, uh, of dimension data. And I know you've made tremendous strides in the last few years uh, to, to make your data centers more sustainable and they're consuming less and less energy. I mean, compare your data centers to a decade ago to what energy consumption they're using today. It's a substantial drop when you look at it. So well done to you and your team. Yeah, thank you. And look, it's, it's a journey that we have to continue. As you say, as as more and more, you know, yeah, power consuming, you know, sort of solutions come to market, we've got to continue that journey yeah. to be able to respond to it appropriate ways. And I think, you know, through our parent, you know, there's some really interesting things that we're doing, you know, NTT through its R&D function, yeah, solar farms in space, you know, looking at how we support our 80 data centers around the world. So it's a continuous journey that I think we're going to, we're going to challenge ourselves with for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Listen, now we, we touched on what a big year it's going to be for Dimension Data. What are your goals for this year? What does Dimension Data hope to achieve in 2024? I, th- I think I think for us, you know, it, yeah, since we, yeah, as we're touching on sustainability, I think sustainability remains a, a, a key key goal for us. Not just in the way in which we do, yeah, service our data centers, but I think more and more, 
you know, being able to respond to our, you know, our clients' needs and our clients' demands. So, you know, we're spending a lot of time, you know, ensuring that what we are taking to market, we're doing so in a, in a sustainable way. And some very interesting solutions coming, you know, coming out in, 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 in that regard. I think, I think with, uh, you know, what we're gaining from NTT data, you know, a lot of this vertical expertise um, and the vertical offers, and we talk about these digital assets that we have as an organization, our ability to sort of draw those down and I guess re-gear some of the dimension data and soon to be NTT data teams in this region to be able to take new solutions and new, uh, uh, new offers, offers to market. And, you know, very much from a vertical perspective, I think, you know, we've historically been known as quite a horizontal system integrator. NTT data gives us a real competitive edge that we haven't had in the past. Ellen, it's an interesting market uh, that you guys are focusing on, although it's global. But, uh, you know, you look at the Middle Eastern market and the African market, it appears that these markets are very robust and there's tremendous growth happening. Is that what you're seeing? Uh, can you talk on that growth that you're seeing in the African market and the Middle Eastern market? Absolutely. I mean, I was fortunate. I was actually in the Middle East last week uh, visiting our teams in Saudi Arabia and, and, and the UAE. And, you know, talking to our clients, our partners, you know, and, and our staff there, I mean, the markets are, are growing. And I think, you know, we, we have a great opportunity both in the Middle East and, and on the African continent to be able to, to, respond, uh, to respond to that. I think in some other markets around the world that perhaps aren't seeing as aggressive growth rates of ours, we, you know, we, we, we are fortunate. I, I think also, you know, in some of the markets, we have the opportunity, and I use the term leapfrog, you know, some of the solutions that perhaps have, you know, we've, We've sweated things in this continent you know, for, for a long time. So we can actually become far more relevant as a continent far quicker in, in a lot more of the technology solutions. So leapfrogging some of the sort of technologies that haven't even gained traction in this market and, 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 and moving forward. So I think big demands on cloud services we're beginning to see come through. I think the advent of, of managed services, I think you know, Africa as a continent has got some wonderful talents. And, I think you know that talent is now in demand, and, and clients are certainly feeling that pinch as, as as our providers like ourselves. So, you know, more platform delivered services, you know, more predictable outcome type services are are, are really coming to the fore. Fantastic. And Alan, um, is there a date uh, as to when Dimension Data becomes NTT Data? Is is that being set yet, or is that uh, going to be revealed soon? No, we are, I'm very happy to share with you the dates. I mean, sort of on 1 April, we'll make the transition. That's the beginning of our new fiscal year. So we, we're in the midst of all the planning and, and obviously, you know, doing a lot of work to make sure that, uh, you know, we celebrate the celebrate was what is Dimension Data and then introduce the entity brand um, as of 1 April. Absolutely. What a, what a fantastic uh, uh, new chapter that's about to open for yourself. What's keeping you awake at night uh, in 2024, Ellen? I imagine that, uh, cybersecurity is, uh, is big on your agenda, but uh, you manage a massive portfolio. What what keeps you awake uh, at night as the CEO of Dimension Data, soon to be NTT Data? Yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah, you're right. Cybersecurity is 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 top of mind, and I think the continent, to the earlier point, has become a you know a, a target you know for from a cybersecurity perspective. So I think you know both ourselves and 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 with our clients, you know. Figuring out, you know, how we respond to that and and, and how we can offer us, uh, offer solutions. I, I think, you know, technical talent, you know, remains a a, a challenge. I think, you know, the sort of the war on talent that's that's been spoken about and yeah, in in specific in specific areas. I think we're fortunate in Africa. I think we've got absolute, you know, a talent pool which 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 is you know untapped at the moment. And you know, 
we're trying to respond to that through you know development programs and 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 bring workloads in here ntt has actually chosen south africa as a talent destination yeah, from you know, fr- from a global perspective, so we're excited about what that will bring. So yes, while talent's a bit of a challenge, uh, yeah, we've got some plans plans to respond. I think the markets across Africa are, are challenging. You know, we, we obviously see you know from time to time big fl- yeah, forex uh, uh, fluctuations, um, yeah, stability. You know, in, in in certain markets, I think you know we're resilient to that. You know, we were born bred in 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 Africa, and and I think we understand how to you know how to respond to those. But it is something that certainly certainly keeps us uh, uh, awake at night. Alan, what what areas are you going to be focusing on in twenty twenty four? I imagine that the cloud's going to be massive in your portfolio, but you guys do such broad stuff within the ICT sector and the IT sector. What are you going to be focusing on in twenty twenty four, Alan? So I think maybe starting with cloud. I mean, I think we're seeing some, you know, further sort of uptake and 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 traction in the cloud space. Equally, I think you know the concept of sort of hybrid environments, you know, data centers aren't going away. Um, you know, so working with our clients on that journey and 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 really understanding, you know, what what shifts to the cloud. We're beginning to see a little bit more sort of vertical, you know, focus with within clouds, vertical solutions, you know, coming natively from you know cloud providers that we can draw down in into markets. I think you know the other areas that we're seeing really uptake is is around IoT, um, you know, and the convergence of IT and OT solutions in, in, in our client space. That brings about a whole host of new cybersecurity challenges. OT environments have traditionally been quite ring fenced and, and and not integrated in, into IT, but the demands of you know IoT devices and and the data that they bring is necessitating a a, a a large focus on ensuring how you know how you bring these together safely and and ensure that you know, the, the environments largely manufacturing environments in, in in many parts of this country remain protected you know in as as we go through that journey i think you know new things you know on the horizon sort of optical networking early days i think you know our parent company doing a lot of work in in, in that area and if we think about you know we spoke about Sort of the, the growth in you know, power consumption. I think the, you know the growth in data and, and what's going to traverse our networks is necessitating us to consider you know 2030 and beyond the environments that we've got. So I think there's a here and now focus, but also ensuring that we're planning for the future. Oh, fascinating insights! Uh, always good to chat to you, Alan. Uh, thank you for very much for joining us, Alan Turnley Jones, CEO of Dimension Data. On 1 April, uh, you will be known as the CEO of Entity Data. Alan, thank you for your insights and thank you for joining us on What's Next. Okay, thank you for your time today.